0: Welcome to My Perspective Podcast. A toddler was shot in the head earlier today during a road rage incident on Lakeshore Drive here in Chicago. Now, first off, I, man, I just want to say massive kudos to the Good Samaritan. You know, this guy stopped after the victim's vehicle crashed, transferred the child and the family into his vehicle, rushed him to the hospital. Good shit, you know, every day, uh, both in real life, over social media, we see these violent um, or these catastrophic events occur, right? Where, where bystanders are just doing nothing. you know they' they're too busy recording, uh, sometimes they're jeering it on, but thankfully, this individual had it in him to take action, um, and he probably very well may have saved the child's life. We'll see how everything turns out. Now, I don't know what really transpired that led to all this. I wasn't there. So I'm not going to focus on this incident per se. But something I see a whole lot of in society is ignorance and disrespect. And this absence of common courtesy. You know, people just seem to, to like to fuck with other people. You know, they like to instigate. They like to pride other people. You know, there seems to be, you know, this common thread of underestimation of individuals um, that they come in contact with. You know, and more often than that, an overestimation of their own abilities, especially with more and more folks getting their firearms licenses, you know, running around with their Glocks or whatever. You know, firearms have become this perceived fail safe, you know, the great equalizer for an increasing segment of American society. Um, unfortunately, I've been around enough real gun violence and violence in general to understand that people still get victimized and still get killed with guns on them. You know, if readily access to firearms were truly a failsafe, we'd have no dead police officers, correct? So as I was brainstorming uh, this discussion, I started contemplating, man, like, what are the internal factors that motivate people To just fuck with other people. What's the logic behind this shit? You know perhaps the usual suspects. You know racism, prejudice, tribalism. Machismo, pride. Egos. um, The assumption of privilege. I think in some cases. You know I, I believe all that shit plays a major part. I think for society in general. There's this ongoing disconnection. Um, ignorance even, towards the realities of violence. And that ignorance applies to the consequences of violence as well. Now, of course, we see the blatant disregard for for consequences uh, in some cases, but for the most part, it's ignorance, in my opinion. Now, that certainly doesn't mean the majority of people don't understand that there will be consequences. For example, Most people understand that if you shoot someone, particularly in a fit of rage or out of revenge or tribalistic motivation, that there are physical, emotional, legal consequences behind those actions. Just as very few people are genuinely oblivious um, to the potential for violence or criminality to be perpetrated upon them. What overrides that rationale um, and I'm talking outside of spontaneous or, or race-driven violence. But I think what overrides that rationale is that many people just don't believe it will ever happen to them. You know, that a particular situation or altercation will escalate into something really fucked up. Especially for individuals who've never experienced or perpetrated certain levels of violence. Or individuals who have never experienced the consequence of losing a peer, or a loved one, or their freedom. You know, when those uh, experiences are engraved into the back of your mind, right? Many of us develop a different perspective on behavior. Not all, but most. So something I wanna touch on really quick today, and this is actually a question, um, but, but in a sense, it's, it's also a statement. What is your mission? This is something I got from Varg Freeborn, um, author of the, the book entitled Violence of Mind. Highly recommended reading material. But what's your mission? Is it being a tough guy? Is it being the bully? Is it fucking with people you don't know? Or perhaps you fall on the other side of the spectrum. Maybe you have a, a sheepdog complex. You think it's your mission to stop all the bad guys. You know, we've all seen regular people who think their job is lost prevention or the parking lot police or some, you know, roving civilian uh, security patrol in their F-150s. Right. If you're like me, um, with little tolerance for being fucked with, you can easily find yourself getting into altercations with these types of people. You know, it's like the universe sends these motherfuckers your way. Right. <laughs> But what's your mission? You know, what's your mission? Do you have a family and responsibilities that you value um, enough to let most of this goofy shit go or avoid altogether? Because when you do so, you're doing so in order not to jeopardize the continuity of those things. Because, again, me personally, I have a short amount of patience for dumb shit. I definitely don't take kindly to being tested or being bullied or being disrespected. But one model I've long adopted. Don't get into an altercation with anyone you're not willing to kill or be killed by. Because I have an understanding of the potential for deadly escalation, you know, and unfortunately, many of those lessons um, were observed the hard way. Unless you're in complete control of the physicality of a situation, you don't get to choose to what extent that violence goes. You know what I'm saying? For some of us in the heat of the moment, we may not even be in control of the extent of our own violence. So the first step is remaining cognizant of of what your mission is. You know, what's my mission? And that may entail reminding myself of that in real time. You know, so when some idiot wants to have a dick measuring contest or starts pissing on their territory or just, you know, fuck with me for no reason. I literally try to tell myself, stay on mission, stay on mission. Because, again, you know, I don't play well with those types of individuals. You know, uh, I have my pride like every other man. You know, my experiences, you know, that little devil on my shoulder, all that shit is going to try to convince me to do um, and behave very, very differently. You know, so I look at this case, right, with a toddler getting shot over allegedly one car cutting another car off, and it could have been completely unintentional. As, as I say again, I wasn't there, um, but I would bet that there was a mutual exchange of loud mouthing or gesturing. On the part of both parties, you know, at some point in the uh, altercation, you know, and subconsciously, you know, most people think that's as far as it's going to go. You know, a bunch of shit talking and posturing. Right. But rarely does it uh, uh, manifest into actual violence. You know, I mean, literally every day I see or experience something that makes me just say, why? What was the logic in this person's behavior? But there is no logic. And there's no logic because generally it's, it's just pure, impulsive ignorance. I mean, do you think before people do the goofy you know, stuff they do that they actually contemplate, well, what if I really hit this person's car driving like an asshole? Or what if this person ain't in the mood for my bullshit today and ain't going to just let this shit go? And when they pull back on me, they ain't trying to argue. They're ready to start dumping hot ones. Or they're ready to to put some some steel in me. You know, you see some people, they don't they don't think about their kids or their spouse getting shot over that bullshit. You know, they act like that because they don't think about the consequences. You know, how many times do we see people doing this shit with their kids in the car, with their wives and their girlfriends in the car? Sometimes it's the woman. Who's the aggressor? The husband's just sitting in the passenger seat looking stupid. You know, now, hopefully that wasn't the case on on LSD yesterday. But what I'm definitely saying is if you got your one or two year old child in the car, you need to move different. If you got your kids or your significant other or anyone else in your vehicle, you got to move different. Because you got to think about their safety as well. So many. um Tactical breakdowns, you know, in self-defense culture advice, focus on being armed or being able to deal with the threat. But a large portion of this shit really boils down to the way individuals act out here. You know, most importantly, the way we react towards other people. Sometimes we just got to give motherfuckers space to be assholes so they can push on so they can just get the fuck out of our face. Because honestly, we can't control how other people act. And this applies to the grocery store. This applies to your job. This applies to going to restaurants, wherever. Most violent altercations that occur between people who don't know each other. They always start with some form of disrespect. Right. Yet avoidable nonsense. Right. Not someone trying to carjack you or mug you, or break into your home. It's more times than not somebody looking at somebody wrong, somebody saying something slick under their breath, somebody cutting someone off, or tailgating, or, or brake checking And most people do these things looking for what? A fucking reaction. Some people just, just need to bait and to bully and to try to test people out. They need that reaction. They need that attention. But very, very rarely are you going to run into a true sociopath or a true predator. You know, very rarely are you going to run into someone that's just going to randomly inflict violence upon you. You know, the ambushers, the mass shooters, the trigger happy, you know, little homies riding around just looking for someone to open fire on. You know, most people need to bait. They need to instigate. That's why they do all the goofy ass whole shit first. That's why you see all the crap talking, all the middle fingering, all the posturing until eventually, until it finally escalates into whatever it's going to escalate to. Sociopathic violence is generally spontaneous. It's unreserved. You may not even see it coming until it's already on and cracking. So, again, what's your mission? Is it to make it home safely to your loved ones? Is it to get your loved ones home safely? Is it making it to work, to provide for your family? Is it making it to whatever activity or or completing whatever task? Because getting into it with every person who looks at you crazy or tailgates you or attempts to get a reaction out of you, that's actually a diversion from your mission. That's actually sabotaging your objectives. That's not fulfilling your role of a protector or a provider for your family if you're willing to expose them to danger Rather than avoid starting shit with other people or avoid being baited into some some bullshit that could have been avoided or deescalated, especially if you get sent to jail or you end up severely injured or worst of all, you end up getting killed. So instead, conserve that energy, you know, for the unavoidable acts of violence or the acts of criminality. And better yet, use some of that energy (laughs) for things that truly matter in life. Stay on mission and stay vigilant. Stay ready. I'll holler at you in a bit.